Hey everyone, this is Norm Ferrar, aka The Beard Guy here, and welcome to another Lunch with Norm, the e-commerce and Amazon FBA podcast. In this episode, we're going to be talking about how to use PPC differently for subscriptions or high-velocity products by focusing on only three things. So we're going to be talking about these three areas. We're also going to be talking about how Amazon's changing and how you can think outside of the current Amazon seller uh, mythology. So welcome to another Lunch with Norm, the e-commerce and Amazon FBA podcast. Lunch with Norm. Lunch with Norm. All right, like I just said, we're going to be talking about how to use PPC differently for subscriptions or high-velocity products by focusing on three things. My guest today has 12 years of selling experience. He's launched and sold multiple brands and currently still runs a few of them. He also led an Amazon marketplace agency called Right Side Up, focusing on CPG and high growth startups wanting to enter or expand their share of the marketplace. My, fr my friend and one of the brightest minds I know in this space, Matt Altman, are going to be joining us today. Matt's a first-time guest, and this guy's packed with knowledge. I had a chance to, to uh, meet him in Paris, and we've got talking uh, just recently at another event, BDSS, and I can't wait to, to talk to him. He's literally one of the smartest guys in the space. But before we get to Matt, let's talk to one of our sponsors. A big thank you to our sponsor, Post Purchase Pro, the only complete A to Z done for you real email and text marketing service built specifically for Amazon sellers. My friends, Sean Hart and Seth Stevens co-founded Post Purchase Pro after launching over a thousand successful private labeled products, growing 53 brands, and get this, exiting 17 businesses. Post Purchase Pro creates all of your digital assets 100% for you from marketing inserts, complete sales funnels, email follow up sequences, and weekly email promotions. They manage and optimize everything for you to drive more sales, get higher ranking and receive more reviews on Amazon. So check out Post Purchase Pro now to see if you too will see enormous growth like their nearly 500 clients worldwide. That's Post Purchase Pro at postpurchasepro.com slash lunch. All right, where is the boy wonder? Hello, happy Monday. How are you doing, Norm? I am doing great. Your Fantastic. brother is out in Halifax right now, uh, having a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, I've been seeing his pictures, so shout out oh, to Hayden. Yeah, he's been the... playing a, a bunch of gigs out there. So anyways, yeah. the producer for the people is also a musician, so he's uh, he's working during the day and having some fun at night. I hope he's yeah, working yeah. during the day. No way yeah. to really track him. <laughs> <Me too. laughs> and I don't, get his, I don't get his Facebook, or Instagram, TikTok, anything. He's banished me from all of that but anyways what do we got to say today all right well welcome everyone to the lunch with norm podcast it's good to see everyone uh let us know where you're watching from today hello connor uh, it's great to see you as well hope you're having an awesome monday and uh yeah if you have any questions comments from today's episode you can leave it in the comment sections uh this is a live q a uh, style podcast so we'll be answering them at the end of the uh the second half of the podcast so stick around we also have a great giveaway too so if you're new to the show um we'll be talking about ways to enter in just a few minutes um and don't forget to smash those like buttons give us a thumbs up if you are enjoying today's episode and also we do have a fantastic facebook group uh filled with experts and sellers um just trying to build the best business they could so if you have questions comments advice uh, you want to share your successes this is a great place we really try and foster a great community over there and uh, give you guys discounts and exclusive webinars too so if you're looking for updates on the podcast or just want to uh, improve your selling um, head on over to the group that's lunch with norm amazon fba and e-commerce collective 
And uh, I think that's it. I think we covered everything and uh, we can get started. Okay. And uh, Kelsey doesn't know this yet, but the new segment, oh, no. Trash My Product, <laughs> will be coming up very shortly. So we'll be talking a bit more about that towards the end of the the, uh, the podcast. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'm hoping to have it all set up uh, and running and trashing well, maybe not trashing, giving some good, bad, and ugly advice um, by October the 1st. But we'll need people's products to do it. Anyways, uh, we'll get back to that at the end of the podcast. If you have any comments uh, or questions, throw them over into the comments section so you can sit back, relax, grab a cup of coffee, and enjoy this episode. Welcome, Matt. Hey, guys. How's it going? It's going Awesome. How about you? Well, I know how you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, can't can't complain. It, it was on vacation, but got in a a slight uh, motorcycle accident. But all good. Oh well, at, at least it was slight. You know. Oh yeah. my gosh, that's that's <laughs> one thing you always look forward to when you're going on vacation, right? Getting into a motorcycle accident. Oh, exactly. I I, I just before we get into this. So I was on vacation with my wife and we were in um, Dominican Republic. So we had a driver driving us to the airport. And now this goes back probably 15 years ago. So we're in the back of this van, which only her, my, like myself and my wife and the driver. The driver's going down this road and he rolls the van. So oh we go God. into the ditch. It's rolled. My legs are upside down. I didn't know I could get into that position even 15, 20 years ago. Yo, yoga. Oh my gosh. <laughs> there, there we go. Forced yoga. And anyways, the driver takes off. He, he takes off and we're stuck in this town. Literally I'm, I'm bleeding. I'm bleeding so bad that they weren't going to allow me onto the plane. So what oh ended up God. happening is the driver went and got somebody to uh, get us out of the van, but it, that took about 15 minutes. And then we went to the airport, but it was, it was crazy. Anyways, I was able to come home and everything was fine, but just letting you know that, uh, yeah, these bloody uh, things that come up during vacations. It's kind of like when you're doing a live podcast and you have a major blooper, right? But uh, anyways, I just wanted to say that. So let's talk. <laughs> we're going to talk about this subject that got me intrigued. I started to read what you were going to talk about today. You know, and I'll repeat it for anybody who hasn't heard it. We're going to be talking about how to use PPC differently for subscriptions or high velocity products by focusing on three things. All right. You got my attention. What are like, where do we even start with that? Yeah. Um, so, I would say the, the biggest thing that we've really shifted on and we've been doing it now, I think for about a year and a half is we don't care about what our ACOS or our tacos are at the end of the day. We have stopped yeah. completely looking at any of that when we're looking at Amazon ads, all we're looking for now is conversion rates. Um, so oh, hold it. Just, just a sec. Yeah. So I've heard, I've heard a lot of people come on podcasts and they talked about, Okay, I don't care about my ACOS, but every single one of them said, I care about my tacos. So, and you just said you don't care about that either. It's conversion. Yep. So, what we've discovered is if you care about that, you're actually going to hurt yourself in the short term. You're not going to let it build enough to where it actually matters. So, we just completely eliminate it from the picture and focus fully on conversion rates. It'll naturally be good at the end of the day, but yeah. Yeah. Yep. I've never, I've never heard that before. So, uh, and I've heard some interesting things from, you know, don't even turn on your PPC. Once you have a successful product, turn it off um, to, you know, just like I, 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 I talked to you about just a second ago. So what are these things that you're looking for? What are these three areas that we should be looking out for? Yep. Um, so the three things that we look at are we look at our conversion rate of our ads. Uh, right. We look at our conversion rate versus everyone else in the new search query reports. 
And then we're overlaying brand analytics data over top of all of this to get a roundabout picture of, of the top three, how are we converting against them? Um, so makes it super simple to manage, like anyone with basic Excel skills can manage campaigns this way. Um, but you can also kind of add in a second layer, which is what we do, where we're adjusting everything based on organic rankings in real time as well. So you just talked about the um, search query report. Those are the, there's there's two new reports. And if this is the right one, uh, there's three new reports that are in brand analytics. And you, you can either go performance report, catalog uh, query report, or your repeat customers. Are those the reports you're talking about? Correct. Yep. Um, we're looking at that one. Um, they did just release the ASIN view on the search query performance report here like a week ago. Um, yeah. but we use both, uh, the brand and the ASIN view. Okay. So let's talk a little bit about that. So a lot of people on here, we, we have about a third, a third, a third, um, beginner intermediate expert, uh, when we are that, that listen to the podcast, can we go through and how do you dissect it? What are you looking for? Yeah. Um, so really first things first, when we start running these, we give it about seven to 10 days to just kind of do its thing. Um, we'll set up campaigns targeting our top 10 to 20 keywords, uh, do a top of search modifier on it to make sure we're, we're getting impressions and hopefully conversions at the end of the day. And then after that point, we're pulling the previous week's search query report. Um, we're pulling the brand analytics report and we're pulling our, um, just sponsored products report. Um, what we're doing after that is dropping it into a Google sheet that kind of overlays all of the data points. And we're looking and seeing, hey, like for the keyword, well, let's pretend we're selling keto bars. We convert at 12%, but the, the top person or top three convert at an average of 20%. Like either, hey, we've got to figure out why we're not converting at 20% and update the listing, do some things to try and fix that. Or most of the time what we do is we'll actually just pause that keyword out for that point in time and forget about it until we're ranking the rest of the keywords. Um, any keyword where you're converting kind of close to them, say within like two to three percentage points, will further increase our bids or our top of search performance and let that run for about another seven to 10 days, recollect the data and do it again. And then anything that we're beating everyone on conversion rate or at least matching, we'll do the same where we increase our top of search performance or our bids as a whole. And then we'll actually start pulling the organic rankings. Um, we do it through a software um, that automatically adjusts our bids, but you can do it manually by like downloading the Helium 10 export. And then we're anytime we fall below basically position five, we increase our bids back up. Anytime we're organically five or higher, we're decreasing our bids down about 30 to 40%. Okay. That's, that's a ton of information. And uh, you know what? Oh, break down so you know people can understand exactly what's happening. But the beautiful part about what you're just talking about, this is you don't need special tools. If you're you if you're brand registered, you've got all that information right in front of you. Yeah. So I I it's you know, one of the, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, yeah, it's it's a once a week or twice a week kind of optimization. Once you have it set up, it takes maybe 20, 30 minutes. And it's just getting a comfort, you know, a comfort level and just understanding PPC. So if you want to do this yourself, you certainly can. Um, you, you know, you can send this out to an agency and, and see what they'll do. But they're probably, I bet you, Matt, I, I don't know too many agencies that are really doing the approach that you just talked about. I don't know. You know, I'd probably ask a few, but um, yeah. and especially not caring about the tacos. That is, uh, that's interesting. When I, next time I have somebody else on from a, uh, before the podcast, I'll ask, you know, what they think about that. What <laughs> 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 a, what a, have one of those uh, Dominican Republic turnover in your Jeeps, blood running down your legs sort of incidents. <laughs> But, but uh, anyways, the other thing I wanted to know, uh, just kind of curious, because it was really hot, it went really cold, went really hot. I think it's still really hot. Is that when you're launching a product right now, that are you still going after the old automatic bids and bidding high 
and seeing where it's going to roll out? Nope. Um, so we only launched two campaigns for like the first 20 days. One is a sponsored product ad with just our top 10 to 20 keywords. Um, mm -hmm. If they are high volume keywords like keto bars, we'll break like keywords out in the individual campaigns just to make sure that they aren't stealing the impressions from everything else within that campaign. Um, and then we pull all the brand analytics data for the keywords that we're targeting. Uh, we use ecom analytics to do this because it's the easiest way that I've found because you can pull the daily going back like a year and a half. So yeah. we download that Excel file. It gives us all of the top ASINs for every single day for those 15 keywords. And then we set up a sponsor product, product targeting campaign against those ASINs. Basically, we're just trying to show the algorithm that, hey, we're as relevant as possible for these keywords. And we're going to advertise on the products that have been ranking for them over the past year so that hopefully that relevancy comes through. All right. When, when you're thinking about this too, so as you're growing, you're talking about conversions, you're not too worried about it. Um, when you're doing your keyword research, so I, I, I'm an old guy, I'm back in the old school when, you know, Google, uh, when Google first started and there was really easy to, to go out there and rank on Google, um, we mm -hmm. did something called silos. I don't know if you've ever heard of them, but we would go out there and we would look at the primaries. We would have a like from a primary single word down to a primary long tail, which would be two words down to the silo. And we would create different silos. And then depending on which one we wanted to target, we might take one or two, but we wouldn't hit a ton. But they were all going out, depending on our budget, for these long tail keywords. And we would, at that point, we didn't have the data to figure out what was converting the best. It would take a bit of time. Now there's mm -hmm. data that could tell you. But uh, is that something that you're working with too when you're launching is you find a silo or long tails? Um, yeah, so it, it really depends on our client's budget. At the end of the day, we do go under those silos. If the budget is lower, um, it'll take a little bit longer to get everything to where you want mm -hmm. it to be. Usually like two to three months versus like 15 to 20 days if you just go full spend from the get go. Um, so whenever possible, we just go straight for the main terms and you'll rank for okay. everything else if you rank so, for the main term. Let, and I know what you're going to say uh, is how long is a piece of string. But when I say, when you say, okay, the budget, if you want to go full spend or if you want to take this other approach is going to be less, can you kind of give us an approximate? And I'm not saying, you know, this yeah. is what it's going to cost, but oh, if it's going to be, it'll be a 10 to one or something like that. Yeah, so the way that we look at it is um, we, we pulled this all through the API, the average um, cost per clicks that Amazon's suggesting, and we add about 50% to that uh, most of the time to kind of get a top of search estimate. You can do it by um, going in and creating the campaign, adding the keywords, and then just copying them back out after you've added them and not actually create the campaign. It'll give you those suggested bids. We then overlay that data on the search query performance data because it tells you, hey, like this is how many clicks this is getting, this is how many sales this is getting, and so on. And then you can basically work out a budget for every single keyword on, hey, if I need this many impressions, this many clicks, and this many sales, this is what it would cost. Um, anything above like five to $6,000 a month in ad spend for those keywords, we consider kind of you've just got to go for it, go balls to the wall. Um, anything under that, you can kind of work on that longer strategy. You can always work on that longer strategy, but like keto bars is a great example where all of the keywords are so heavy on impressions and searches to begin with. It's really just, you're never going to rank for all, all of them or really any of them. Right. If you have a low budget and you're doing it for five, six months. Okay. Very good. Now I just, I do want to point out to anybody who's listening uh, that if you have any questions, uh, I know that, you know, you might be holding back uh, because of PPC, but I don't care if it's the simplest question in the world. If you don't know, if you don't know what an ASIN is, you know, let us know and we'll let you know, because uh, last thing I want is people listening to the podcast and we don't get to your question. You go away. You don't understand. So ask us any questions that you want about this subject and we will be answering them towards the end of the subject or towards the end of the, uh, the podcast. And uh, by the way, 
I'm going to do this a little bit early today, but um, uh, I think that there is going to be a lot of questions today. So that's why I'm going to start on a little bit early. We have a great, a real great giveaway for you today. Uh, I don't think you do this too often, Matt, but um, you want to tell uh, what you're going to, like I approached you basically and said, hey, if you don't have anything, I'm not expecting it. So what did you come up with? Yeah, so uh, what we're going to do for the listeners is we're going to give away one of our full account audits with a growth plan. So we typically charge like ten dollars to $15,000 to clients for these. Um, we'll be super extensive and give you like next three, six, 12 month kind of plan on what's going to happen and what you should do on your products. Um, and then we're also going to give away 10 individual kind of ASIN growth plans, um, which we usually charge anywhere from three to 5,000 for, um, a few lucky listeners. So we got a few things happening today. Uh, it's, that's awesome. It's, it's a fantastic giveaway and really, uh, Honestly, I didn't think like I thought, OK, we're going to go to Afalabi and like from Honu and say, OK, Afalabi, we're giving away, you know, some extra storage over at our facility. And then you came back with that. So that is one of the best. Uh, it's probably one of the biggest uh, giveaways that we've ever given on the podcast. So, guys, if you want to get involved with this, it's hashtag Wheel of Kelsey and tag two people and you'll get a second entry. So we'll be announcing that a little bit later. Uh, also, uh, if you do have those questions, uh, let's uh, get them in here early so we can get to them. Uh, Kels, can we go to a commercial? This episode is brought to you by Clear Ads. Looking to maximize your Amazon ads ROI? Well, whether you need full service or just one or two services, Clear Ads Amazon advertising experts drive outstanding results across the Amazon marketplace. With over nine years of experience, their Amazon PPC managers have helped thousands of companies to drive down their cost of sales and scale up their revenue, profits, and orders. And with their unrivaled Amazon DSP expertise, ClearAds DSP services are tailored to your brand. You really can't go wrong. Get in touch today with ClearAds' dedicated team by visiting the link in the description or visiting clearads.co.uk. And remember, more sales, better ROI, incredible growth. Check out ClearAds today. Okay, so now that we're back, uh, we've talked about the, the three things that you're doing um, uh, when you're, what you're doing to focus on PPC. But you also stated at the beginning about uh using PPC and, and the differences between subscription or high velocity products compared to just the regular product listing. Can you explain that a bit further? Yeah. So really what, what we found is this strategy only works on products that you expect to do like five to 6,000 or more units per month. If you aren't going to do more than that, it's just never going to produce enough returns at the end of the day to make it worth your while. You, you can do it on a few keywords and try and push it through, but most of the time you'll, you'll either come up negative or lose a few dollars. Um, so really, we only recommend it for those subscription items or, I mean, a lot of times it'll be high velocity and subscription, so you kind of get that one-two punch. Um, but... Yeah, if it's not for that, I, I wouldn't run it. Okay, I gotcha. Uh, now, one of the biggest questions probably that's on people's minds is Amazon is a beast. It's constantly changing. Uh, where are you seeing the changes right now? Yeah, so the, the biggest thing that we're really seeing, and I think this has been talked about a lot by a lot of people in the space, is you, you've really got to nail your, your branding and building a brand on the channel or off the channel to continue to see success. You, you can't just throw junk up on Amazon any longer yeah. and have crazy sales at the end of the day. The plastic shoe stretcher. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. It, it, it literally, if you weren't involved with Amazon, uh, back in you know 2013 14 you really don't know what we're talking about like you could put up 
anything and start mm-hmm. ranking. And it was free because they had no PPC back then. And I mean, it, it, it's, it's evolved. Um, it, you know what? It, it's not a good or a bad thing how they've evolved. Uh, people like I, I do hear this a lot. You probably hear the same thing that you can't make money on Amazon anymore. It's completely saturated. What are your thoughts on it? I know I'm very opinionated about this, but uh, what do you think? I think it's it's completely false. Um, we we still launch products that are in highly competitive categories every week, and we can succeed. It just it takes more money to do that. It's a lot harder to find those opportunities where you can spend four thousand dollars on an initial order and get in and be successful. So I, I say really you need like 25 to 30 grand to actually have a, a successful product on Amazon. Yeah. Uh, one that has any um, volume anyways. And, yeah. you know, I, I think it's so important for me when I'm looking and I'm doing some keyword or when I'm doing some research, I'm still heavy into competitive analysis. Um, that's probably, you know, I spend a lot of time doing that or my team does. Um, I look at price, search volume, and competition. I, really, it comes down to the basics. And then I, I dig into it and see if I want to do that. And then something that you were talking about is brand. Can I support a brand? Am I going to go into something that is only a one product listing or something mm-hmm. I I sell soap. So with soap, I can bars, liquid, bath bombs. I can go really wide on that. And then I can build out my brand based on the, you know, whatever I'm selling, the beauty or natural products or whatever it is. It's so important. Remember Kelsey says that I go down different rabbit holes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I do. So, uh, so this is, you know, squirrel. Okay. So uh, anyways, talking about brand, uh, we were talking about this just on the weekend or during the week last week, we we're putting up some uh, like a new brand and it came down to spacing, like font and spacing. And it was, look, I don't, I don't know if the artist is, understands our brand. This is what the logo looks like. This is the font. This is the spacing that we need. And the way that we're seeing it on these templates, it's off. And it's that simple. And you know what? It's psychological. And anybody that's new, you don't have to get into it this deep. But if you really want, you're a micro brand. And that's all you are. You're a micro brand. So when people come over to Amazon, they're seeing you alongside real brands. And you have to convince them not to have any red flags. You have to make sure that you're the authority, that you have trust. And if you get that, you'll get sales. And it starts with listing optimization, but then they're going to click off. And where are they going to go? They're going to go over to Google, and then they're going to check out possibly your website, depending on the price, depending, uh, you know, it, depending on the product. Go to your website, check out some of your social. And if it looks off kiltered, well, guess what? You just threw up what they want to see, a red flag. And I don't know about you. I spend, I'm a brand guy from, you know, back in the Stone Age. But I love uh, branding, and I see more than bad listings. I see poor branding. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, no. So brand is definitely the thing that I am like worst at in our business. So we outsource all of it. Um, one of my most successful brands to date is one where we thought like 12 steps ahead and already had the next 20 items we were launching under that brand. And they were all kind of sequential purchases that you should be making. So we actually just launched a new product on it a few weeks ago, initially out of the gate with no ad spend or anything. We actually just used um, emails to our past customers. We're selling three, 400 units a day on it. Um, And we've seen this with like the last four or five products that we've launched in that brand, just because we have that audience now that we know is going to come back and buy these products. If you, that's it for you. It's not a day. And I know he's consistent with this and why? Because he knows how to nail it. He knows how to get out of the gate. Um, If you have a budget, don't worry. You can, you can work within a budget, but make sure 
there's a lot of misinformation out there that you can go for 2500 now there's you can go arbitrage you can there's different ways of working with amazon or uh e-commerce but with amazon if you're going private label uh you have to make sure you're properly capitalized and if you're not you're gonna you're gonna be hurting and i can guarantee without even asking you the question but you had money behind you so that you could put up a listing properly optimized that you could probably put up at least a one-page website a little bit of social you probably pumped it with a little bit of content so you look like an authority figure and now you've got some traffic from multiple sources coming over is that correct Yep. So we, we usually set a budget of about 40 to 60,000 per product uh, because we really focus on high velocity subscription items and we expect to run negative for about five to six months. Yeah. Yeah. And, it, and that's fair. Like when you're talking about, I'm going to say keto. Okay. When we're talking about high velocity items, you know, keto or, or supplement, or there's a bully sticks, you have to expect to spend a little bit of money to make that money. I, I know yep. uh, back in the day, you probably know the company, uh, but uh, they were putting out Dead Sea Mud and they were giving away pretty much $100,000 in Dead Sea Mud the first month or two. That was it. They became a leading provider and they never looked back. They were making about $150,000 a month for months. I don't know where they're at now. But they just killed it because of that initial giveaway that they they and by giveaway I'm talking about a significant significant discount back in the day. Yep, we we did that with one of our keto products. We gave away fifteen thousand units in the first three months, and that product on average now we sell five flavors. We sell about twelve hundred units per flavor per day. Jeez, that's awesome. Yeah, that's man, oh man. Uh, any other things, any other thoughts on changes in Amazon, especially coming um, now into prime day fourth quarter? Yeah, I, I think the, the biggest thing that we've seen, and this really only affects you if you're in kind of the, the grocery space and, and stock at Whole Foods. So we have some of our products in Whole Foods and some of our clients. If you can get into your local Whole Foods and Whole Foods loves to work with like local brands, you just got to talk to that regional manager and mm -hmm. usually they'll, they'll get you in. Um, you can actually run ads against your Whole Foods items on Amazon with that like Whole Foods uh, shopping. But the Whole Foods Prime Now market uh, listings actually appear at the very top of search above everything else, no matter what, every single time. And your PPC ads for those products will appear at the very top every single time. So it's a, it's a really interesting thing to see how Amazon's really going to merge that as they make the Whole Foods marketplace become more of the Amazon ecosystem. Yeah, I always found uh, one of our products is in Whole Foods as well. And uh, we found it a little tougher because the products that we had in Whole Food, uh, you've negotiated a pretty tight market. They, they want it down and dirty. And then when it uh, appears on Amazon, it's, it's tough. Like we building the brand and saying you're in Whole Food is the trade-off. You're not mm -hmm. like for us, we make nickels, dimes, quarters rather than bigger dollars, but we're gonna more move more. And the more the brand is exposed, um, Whole Food will you know be a million dollars worth of branding for us. So you, you know, there is a trade-off, and that pretty much goes for any retail, but you know, being a high quality, high perceived value brand. Yep. Okay. So let's see, let's move on. Uh, another thing we were talking about was uh, how to, oh, if there's anything else that you, you want to talk about too, about uh, change going into fourth quarter, I'm open. Yeah, I, I would say the, the biggest thing that we're really going to be you looking hang, at. Or do, am I the one that's hung? Oh, can you hear me? It seems to be uh, Norm. Norm, can you hear us? I uh, don't know if it's... No. Okay. Well, it looks like he's hanging a bit. Um, Matt, go ahead and I'll just uh, 
yeah, carry on the conversation. Yeah, definitely. Um, so really, I think that the biggest thing that we're seeing a difference on here going into Q4 is we've been focusing a lot on seven day deals across all of our accounts over the last like six, seven months. All of the products that we've been doing seven day deals on have been doing extremely well, ranking higher. We increase our, our daily run rates on those products like 20 to 30 units each time we run one. So we're actually going to stay away from a lot of the bigger deals with the higher fees and focus on just running our seven day deals through Q4. I'm going to nod and wave, but I didn't hear anything. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, we're going to stay away from the, the big package marketing Q4 items just because we've, we've seen great success just running normal seven-day deals. So we're going to continue running those. We'll focus on prime exclusives kind of during the big days since they don't have fees to offset and hopefully push through. Okay. And now I heard. All right. Let's also talk about uh, the thinking outside of the current Amazon seller market uh, methodology. You mentioned about that a little bit earlier on uh, prior to coming onto the podcast. I'd like to hear, mm -hmm. hear a bit more about that. Yeah, so we actually just started diving deeper into this, I would say about four months ago. Um, we did a analysis, um, a due diligence report for a PE firm that was looking to buy a brand that was about 90% uh, Amazon. And for the life of me, we could not figure out why this brand was outselling everyone else by about 60 to 70,000 units a month. We looked at it for months on end. And then I actually went to Google and just did a search. And then we found out they are ranking number one or number two for over 140 keywords. And they push exactly 63,000 people to Amazon directly to their listings per month. And it's almost perfectly that wow. number. So we started backtracking everything and trying to figure it out because we had never seen it where it was like this massively dominated on the Google side by a single product. And what we found out is kind of your bread and butter. They were very good at PR and getting backlinks and they built a moat that really no one can kind of overcome at this point. So we've really focused on how do we get to the top for all of these top terms on Google, which a lot of times the top terms on Google are, are not the terms that are top on Amazon because it's a different search engine metric, I guess, at the end of the day. Um, so we use SEMrush to pull a lot of this. You can pull kind of all of the top backlinks for all of your competitors' ASINs and track all of that over time through their software. But we've really just started pumping a bunch of PR and out cold outreach to these sites that are featuring our competitors and trying to get those backlinks to see if we can build up those moats across our products, just like what we saw. And so far what we've seen is usually within about two to three months, you can start to build that moat pretty decently and start to overcome. So it's a huge opportunity. You're talking my language. So I, I love uh, PR. Uh, it's always worked for me. I love building content. Um, and I love working with Google the exact same way. So with any of our products, we try to do at least a, a one-page site. doesn't have to be complicated. Um, we'll try to have a blog. Uh, the blogs, any of the articles that we write, I know Kelsey and my other son Hayden will roll their eyes because I'm always saying it's got to be the best. It's got to be the best. If it's not the best, I'm stealing this from Neil Patel don't publish it. So, yep. and we do, we have the tools, we have the writers, uh, even though I own a content company, I still go out and I get the highest, almost the highest pay. Like I pay, I'll, I'll pay for a really good article, a hundred, sometimes $200. And I own the company. And then people will say, well, you know, I, I went over here and got it for three bucks. Well, see how mine outperforms yours and see who's the yeah. authority. And I mean, we don't do, when we talk about content, we do 1500 to 2,500 words. We have it set up. So Steve Wiedemann's come on and he's talked about, this is the perfect way to set up your, um, your, your blog articles. And you have the summary, you have this link, you have the table of content on the show. One of the things I didn't know, is that uh, if you go to people ask, if you go to the questions, if you lay out 
the question, I mean, it's, it's Google's telling you what people want. And if you see the questions that people are asking and you see whether it's a short form bullet uh, paragraph or sentence and you target those in your uh, content, you're probably going to get in that spot. And mm -hmm. there's tools like um, Phrase. Um, Jarvis is there. But uh, Phrase, I like Phrase the way that it tells you uh, your article sucks. This is what you have to do. And it gets you, like, it'll give you a rating, 80, 90. But it goes through everything for you. And then you don't just have to do content. You put a picture in there. Or you put a video in there that could just be a slide presentation with some fonts that you put on or with some phrases that you have on YouTube and you have it linked in. And then mm -hmm. I don't know about you, but nobody syndicates their blogs. They put it on their website and they think, okay, it's on the website. What about a syndication network where you get three, 400 people like top syndication networks or content networks with your product or with your blog on it. I mean, that's how you spread the word. And again, people that spend that three bucks to five bucks for a 250 word article and have it on their website, they're just not going to get the same reach. And I don't know yeah. about you, but um, we never really had a chance to talk about this, but I am the biggest fan for Google, uh, like uh, Google brand accounts or Google business profile. Do you use them? So I actually started doing it after you chatted about it in France um, for Amazon specifically, but we've used it for years for local business SEO, where you can oh, basically yeah. just create a bunch of backlinks within Google Maps to your Google business and you instantly rank number one for whatever keyword you want on Google Maps. So do you mean the presentation I did when I was running back from the phone call and I was out of breath? Yeah. <laughs> Worst presentation ever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I remember that. <laughs> Thanks for bringing yep. that one up. <laughs> but it, but it okay. works and it works quick. It works extremely well. It works extremely well. Uh, and there's so much they're doing. And one of the things I I'm just another small rabbit hole here. But it, again, it's about what we're talking about and how to being that much more optimized than the next guy or person uh, is everything, every, you, uh, every Google product that you use ties in to your Google business profile. So I'll give you an example. Let's say you give that piece of content or you do a press release and you have it on your website and you put the link on your signature in your Gmail. Well, a lot of people, I didn't know this uh, until about a year and a half ago, Google indexes that from your email, from Gmail. If you put out a slide presentation, uh, you will get uh, some love from Google. The only thing that you have to do is make sure that your anchor URL is somewhere. And if it's there, Google picks it up, it indexes you. Uh, and the other thing about um, Google that I love is that you can target four, five different marketplaces with images. So it's not like just sending it over to Amazon. If you have a Walmart store, you can send it over there. If you got Shopify, if you've got whatever, it's wherever you want to point, which is beautiful. Anyways, enough of that. I do want to talk to the uh, listeners for a second. If you're just joining us or if you're hearing uh, me ramble for the last little while. Uh, we have probably one of the best giveaways ever on this podcast. Uh, Matt's going to be giving away, which he doesn't do, by the way. We asked him to do this, and he's doing it for our listeners. But one lucky person is going to get what typically costs ten to $15,000 in a complete audit. I mean, he's going to go and run through everything for you. And uh, he charges his his clients ten to fifteen thousand dollars for this, and somebody on this podcast today is going to get that. Plus, we're going to also uh, what were the what were the ten items that you were giving away, uh, Matt? 
Yeah, yeah. So we're going to do um, 10 individual ASIN audits with That's a three, six and 12 month kind of growth plan on those products. That's it. I think what we're going to do with that one is we'll put that in the Facebook group and uh, we'll get people to fight it out for that. I think that's such an awesome, and and that's that's a three thousand dollar value. Is that correct? That is correct. Per, okay. So, yep. anyways, hashtag Wheel of Kelsey. Tag two people, and you will get in. I see that we have a bunch of questions. Um, I just I, I want to just say one thing, and then I'll I'll, I'll take a breath, and Matt can take over. <laughs> but I had a question the other day uh, about listings and reviews. And so I'm not sure if the person who asked this in the Facebook groups on today, but they were asking how they get uh, reviews and why they didn't get certain reviews. Well, for me, I, I don't have to go through a review network. I don't have to go out and beg for reviews. Uh, we do. We'll go out and you know hit the request review button. But for the most part, if I didn't even do that, I know I'd be getting around 4% back easily mm -hmm. because the, the listing and this is the big part, the customer overall customer experience will tell them, I got to leave a review for this. You know, if you do it right, if you package it right, people either love or hate, they'll leave a one star, they leave a five star. And if you do it right, you'll get to people. That handwritten note that I talked about years ago, that still works. You know, just little things that you can do and you'll end up seeing reviews start to show up miraculously. I know uh, Dima talks about that too. Like you, you can do it, but if you just have your listing properly optimized and you provide the right customer experience, they'll do it on their own. Uh, what do you yeah. think about that? Yep. Nope. I 100% agree. We right now, we only do fine reviews initially, and mm -hmm. we have estimates on weekly volume of sales that we're going to do from the get go. We just focus on getting those volume numbers up as high as possible. And to a T, you can basically dictate how many reviews you're getting each week, because we, we know our percentage is right where yours is around four to 5%. Yep. Yep. That's perfect. Okay, Kelsey, I see we got a bunch of questions. You want to get into those? Yeah, for sure. Um, so we have a bunch of people, different levels. Uh, Yvonne is trying to learn. So she's asking, what's the best route or course to genuinely become excellent at PPC? Do you have any resources maybe or just a general guide? Yeah, um, one that I actually really like, and I think it goes more in depth than most out there, is uh, Sean Smith's course. Um, if you just Google Sean Smith Amazon, you'll be able to find it. But he really walks you through building the bulk files and why you're you're doing what you're doing for each of these things and i i haven't really seen any other course that goes as deep as what his does yeah i i don't know about that course i'll have to check that one out yeah okay great uh let me see from uh amz elite what is the best way or tool to track how i recycle and use keywords in my listing um I I, I guess I, I would want to know more about what you mean exactly by recycling keywords. Yeah, that's okay. a good question. Tom, just let us know. All right, we'll move on to Connor. Uh, when first starting out on Amazon, would you recommend using the Helium 10 tool for at least one month to get a good idea of keywords to use in the PPC campaign? Um, I mean, really through your, your keyword research, depending on how you're doing that, you, you should know that within like two to three days of digging through the data. Uh, you don't really even need a month. Um, we, we use Data Dive, uh, Brandon Young's tool for a lot of our yeah. keyword research. It really optimizes this down um, and helps you kind of weed out all the, the crappy terms from the get-go. Um, but we really go into kind of like Eleanor was saying about PR, you want to have the best everything out there. We dive into even though like say like you're doing keto bars and like low carb keto snack, maybe like a middle market keyword, but we notice no one else is going after it and it still gets 20,000 searches. We're going to optimize our listing for those ones that no one else is really going after. And data dive makes it extremely easy to do that. Yeah. Now in case you don't know data dive, uh, great, really, really great app. We're using it as well. Um, and it ties in, to helium 10 
unless that's changed, but I, I believe that it still ties in uh, to yeah. Helium 10. So it's extracting that information. So you need to have a Helium 10 account. So just to let you know. Okay, uh, next question is from CoolHand99. Uh, I'm in the middle of building up my Amazon storefront. Are sponsored brand ads worth using or is it better to stick with sponsored products? Yeah, so we usually stay away from sponsored brands unless you have budget for just awareness spend at the end of the day. Um, they they don't convert as well, obviously, as sponsored products, but the, the bigger thing is sponsored brand ads don't actually help you rank organically for keywords that you're targeting. There's no boost that they give you. So we really don't bring them in on a new product for at least three to four months, and usually we're only bringing them in if that client has a budget of over 30000 a month to actually spend on that product. Okay, so just to clarify, for the listeners who don't know the difference between top of search and sponsored brands, you want to explain that? Yeah, yeah. Um, so top of search is really just the um, way that Amazon references being in, above the fold, basically, in your ad campaigns, uh, which you can do through your search modifiers um, for top of search placements. Um, you can do it on product page placement as well. Uh, and then sponsored brands are really kind of the banners that appear at the top of the page um, or at the bottom, the middle. They're kind of all over now, but it's got a little bit more yeah. creative behind it, a headline, and then ultimately some call to action like shop now or visit my store. Uh, what, um, I I'm curious because uh without having the sponsored brands what are you what are your thoughts on brand defense we don't do it at all you don't do it at all um, nope so what we found and we've seen this over the last couple of years and clients have fought us tooth and nail on it now that we have the search query report you can basically pull it all out and see you lose anywhere from four to five percent of those sales um when you don't have any brand defense ads on, like you probably weren't going to win those sales anyway. So we don't see it increasing when we have brand defense on. So really? we we shy away from it on almost every account. Okay. So I'm a big brand defense guy, but if you're saying that you're losing sales, I, that's interesting. Very good. Yeah. That's why I do the podcast and stuff every day. All right. Uh, from Connor, uh, I've been looking at ranking listings on Google. Should I split the PPC between Google and Amazon or focus on Amazon when first launching? Um, so we, we do both. I, I think when you're initially starting a product and even on mature products, sending traffic from Google is highly relevant. Um, it, it ranks you very, very quickly. You've just got to get enough conversions behind it. So we usually do split budgets between them, usually about 20% on Google and then the rest on Amazon. The big thing with Google though is like I was saying earlier, your main keywords on Amazon are probably not the top searched keywords on Google. So you wanna make sure that you're going after transactional keywords on Google and not like discovery keywords, which any of the main like SEO tools, we use SEMrush, Ahrefs, any of those will help you kind of decipher which keywords to use, but we usually pick five to six that match up mm. somewhat similar to our um, keywords on Amazon. And that's what we'll spend behind. Okay. And uh, AMZ Elite, uh, let us know. So Tom, um, so this is going back to what is the best way or tool to track how I recycle and use keywords in my listings. So his example was, uh, let's say I have computer mouse in my listing, but discovered via Helium 10 that laptop mouse is performing for my competitors, which I'm not indexed for. Uh, I would like to swap those keywords. Yeah, so we've actually tested this extensively where we would launch a fake product. We, we would buy a few hundred units from like AliExpress of something and launch it. As soon as you are indexed for a keyword, really the only thing that matters to rank you is sales velocity for that keyword and your conversion rate against others. So as long as you are indexed and getting sales for that keyword, you can completely remove it from your listing and you'll still continue to rank for it. So we switch quite frequently. We do it usually at least once a week, um, sometimes multiple times within the week if we see changes. Um, and then just make sure that you're still pushing sales through those keywords once you remove them. 
because we, we've done it where we completely remove all content from the listing except for one word in the title and one word in the bullets and you'll still rank very high mm -hmm. for any mm -hmm. of the keywords all right okay and our last question is from tony uh what software do you use other than data dive SEM rush etc yeah, so the, the main ones we use are Datadive, SEM Rush, um, Helium 10 with Datadive, and then um, Ecom Analytics, which it's a it has a keyword tracker built into it. Um, but the big thing that we use it for is scraping brand analytics data just in mass because it, it allows you to do that. It also kind of overlays some of the search query reports so you can quickly get like sales by those products that are appearing in brand analytics data. Um, and then we use PackView for all of our um, advertising management. Have you tried Zonguru? Have I what? Try the Zonguru. Um, yes, yeah, so we, we did try the Zonguru. Um, I didn't like it as much. I really like Datadive uh, because it puts it all into an Excel sheet for you to easily crunch the data. Um, yeah. where Zonguru is great. It does very similar things, but it, it's all web-based and it just wasn't as user-friendly of a UI for us as a whole. Okay. All right. So I think there's no other questions, is there, Kels? Yeah, that was the last one. So we are Very good. good to this go. blew by. We're at the top of the hour. So um, why don't, sir, how do we get a hold of you? Um, if people so wanted can, to use your agency. Yeah, you can reach out to me at matt at rightsideup.co or um, to our, our general kind of inquiry email growth at rightsideup.co. Perfect. And we do okay. way more than just Amazon. So anything you kind of need, we we do. I gotta I gotta check you out more. Yeah. So, <laughs> so anyways, let's uh, let's see. I'm gonna say one more time, hashtag Wheel of Kelsey, uh, tag two people. If you'll get into the Wheel of Kelsey today, it's going to be awesome. It's a huge giveaway. And uh, before we get to it, I'm going to give you time to do that. And then let's go to our last commercial break. A big thank you to our sponsor, Startup Club, the largest club on Clubhouse with over 790,000 members and growing. They're one of the world's largest communities supporting the startup ecosystem from founders to those wishing to work for a startup and everything in between. You can find them at www.startup.club for blogs, recordings, and a calendar of upcoming shows and on the Clubhouse app. Just search Startup Club for daily shows 24-7. You can also now listen to their show, the Serial Entrepreneur Club podcast on Apple and Spotify too. Stop by to connect, learn, and grow together. So I was talking to Kevin King the other day, and we're going to have a, uh, a cardboard cutout of you sitting on a chair at the F1 race in Austin. Because we know you're such a, you know, an F1 fan. So anyways, you'll, you'll, you'll be there. You'll, you'll be there, but it'll be a cardboard cutout. So I just wanted to let you know. <laughs> That's amazing. No, I, I wish I could be there. I've, I've got a, a wedding that I have to go to, but I wish I could miss. <laughs> yeah. Next, next year. Okay. Yep. So let's go to the wheel of Kelsey. It's going to be loud. Oh yes. Uh, before we get to that, we just had one quick question that came oh. in. Um, what yep. was the uh, brand analytics scraping tool called? Um, it's called Ecom Analytics. Ecom Analytics. .io. Okay. If you just search um, Ecom Analytics on Google, it should come up. Okay, perfect. Perfect. All right. Uh, here we go. The Wheel of Kelsey. Uh, enjoy. It's time for the Wheel of Kelsey. All right. So thank you, everyone, who entered today's giveaway. Uh, we're going to shuffle these up. If you are the winner uh, of the Wheel of Kelsey, please email me, k at lunchwithnorm.com, and uh, I'll connect you with Matt and the team. Um, all right. So we do this every single podcast. So if you're not the winner today, make sure you come back Wednesday. And let's see. Cool Hand 99. All right. Congrats. That's a biggie. 
Yeah, that is one of the biggest giveaways we've uh, we've ever had. So I uh, hope you're gonna you're definitely gonna enjoy this. Uh, cool hand ninety nine, and um, yeah, congratulations. And like we said, the other uh, ten giveaways will be in the Facebook group. Kelsey's gonna put something together and make you guys fight it out. So, uh, anyways, sir, thank you for coming on. Uh, I, I know it was a, a little tricky because of motorcycle accident and holidays, but it was really awesome. I mean, you know what I didn't say is this is another person that because of an event I got to meet and it was in France, then BDSS, and I would never have had a chance to, to meet you. And it's it's been awesome. We've been able to talk, sit down the fireside chats uh <laughs> anyways it's been it, it's great and this is why i say to everybody go to advance you know it, it virtual is yeah. okay but live in person breaking bread with people um eating french cheeses uh yeah everything's er, everything's very good <laughs> anyways on that note uh, matt thanks again you're off the hook we will see you later yeah. thanks for having me i'll see you guys very well Hey, everybody. Hope you enjoyed today's show. We went a few rabbit holes, but Matt knows his stuff about PPC. And I, I, I really wanted him to talk about some of his strategies, which he did. So hopefully you learned a little bit today. Uh, Kelsey, where are you? Hey, yes. So uh, another great episode. Uh, thank you so much for everyone uh, who tuned in, asked their questions. Um, hopefully you guys learned something new today. And it looks like uh, Coolhand99 is uh, a little excited. He says yeah. he's uh, super stoked. <laughs> and uh, yeah, congratulations. So make sure you uh, send me that email, k at lunchwithnorm.com. And uh, we'll connect you. Uh, Amazon Elite. And you still congrats. got a chance to win a pretty epic prize. A $3,000 right. prize uh, and 10 lucky winners are going to do it. But we got to figure out a, an interesting game plan for those. Uh, anyway, just in case you don't know, we've, we have, we've been talking about some really cool things that are going to be happening in a very short period of time. In fact, Kelsey's coming over to the house this weekend and we're setting up for one of the things that we'll be doing. And I think it's going to be very unique. I don't think anybody is doing what this next piece will be. This is not Trash My Product. This is something completely different. So stay tuned for that. Trash My Product. Okay. Just to give a rundown on that. We, we put out a poll. People wanted to do this. We're going to be taking products. We're going to be going through and doing the good, the bad, the ugly of the listing. And... What we tried to do, and um, like this is just, it came up because we weren't expecting to do this. But if you send us over the product, one to Kelsey, one to me, um, we'll actually do the whole unboxing and do the whole customer experience for you. So we're going to run that based on what everybody liked. Uh, it's going to be a, a full episode. I don't know. It'll probably be once a month we'll do it. And it, it'll just be going through listings the whole episode and showing what you can do now. It's going to be the good, the bad, and the ugly. Okay, so just be prepared. And hopefully this is going to be valuable for everybody. Um, it'll be fun. It'll be entertaining. And, uh, you know, we're, we're not going to be uh, like a Simon Cowell, but we are going to tell you, you know, straight, honest truth about your brand and your products. So anyways, if you are interested in that, Make sure you get in contact with Kelsey. We do have a couple of products that have already started to come in. And um, anyway, that's all I want to say. Kelsey? Yeah. So make sure you email me, k at lunch with Norm, um, and put the subject title as trash. Uh, when I see that, I'll send you our, the addresses that you can send it to um, and any information that you need, um, that we need to uh, set up for Trash My Product. So uh, again, K at Lunch with Norm, get those in if you're interested uh, in being part of this uh, new segment. And uh, yeah, it should be fun. Uh, also, just want to say thank you, Connor. It says, great show, guys. Thank you. Um, looks like, yeah, Cool Hands says, great show too, I think. Or uh, this Marsha, great show. Thank you, thank you. 
Um, it's great seeing everyone. And uh, if you haven't yet, make sure you smash those like buttons. Give us a thumbs up if you enjoyed today's episode. Also, uh, we'll be back Wednesday as well, same time, 12 p.m. Eastern. And uh, I should mention Friday, we have a special solo episode that Norm's doing uh, for a little Q&A session. So if you have questions regarding anything Amazon e-commerce and you want Norm's opinion, this is the time to do it. So that is on Friday. Uh, it's going to be a special lunch with Norm. So make sure you check it out. And uh, don't forget to join the Facebook group where we are going to be hosting the uh, 10 giveaways from Matt. And uh, yeah, so make sure you sign up. It's going to only be available in the Facebook group. So um, yeah, sign up, check it out. Okay, very good. All right, everybody, join us every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at noon Eastern Standard Time. And thank you so much for being part of our community. We could not do this without you. Enjoy the rest of your day, and we will see you on Wednesday. Lunch with the, lunch with the, lunch with the.